actually, Izzy's going to kind of run this podcast because it was kind of on her heart. So me and Josh are kind of backups. Backup. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this podcast is about hell. And we've done podcasts about hell before. But there's an urgency in the spirit, not only in general, but something that was um, important that Izzy discuss. And so I'm going to have her back. Jossie's going to have her back. We're going to jump in. Of course, I'll always voice my opine. Um, <laughs> so, Iz, you've got the floor, so to speak. Well, literally, you are on the floor. <laughs> that I am. <laughs> there you go. Okay. okay. Well, sweet. Thank you very much, Mom. Of course. Okay, so we're going to start out, and I'm going to have Joss read 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 5 through 10. <clears throat> okay. This is evidence of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be considered worthy of the kingdom of God, for which you are also suffering, since indeed God considers it just to repay with affliction those who afflict you, and to grant and to grant relief to you who are afflicted as well as to us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. In, oh, sorry, that wasn't was period. Uh, with his mighty angels in flaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might. When he comes on that day to be glorified in his saints and to be marveled at among all who have believed because our testimony to you was believed. Thank you, Jess. Mm -hmm. So I was reading this this morning for my kind of daily Bible reading and I had been wanting a passage that would make things make a little more sense. The past couple days I felt this kind of hopelessness and depression and just sadness. I wanted to cry at almost everything. Like it just was one of the worst feelings. And finally after a lot of prayer, like mom had prayed for me and Joss had prayed over me and after a lot of that and us watching a really good Christian movie, I felt a lot better after it just kind of wore off, I guess. But this morning I was about to read and I'm like, Lord, why, why did I feel that way? Like what in the world is the purpose for that feeling of hopelessness? Like I understand, Lord, I need to find my hope in you and I need to trust you more. And I've been working on knowing the Lord more, but I just wanted something that I could be like, okay, well that makes sense why I went through that. So then I went to 2 Thessalonians and I read this passage. And verse 9 jumped out at me, which says, They will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might. So things kind of started to make a little more sense. People who die and go to hell, they will suffer eternal destruction. And that means forever and ever and ever and ever mm -hmm. with no escape. Exactly. Just constantly being destroyed. I told mom and I told Joss today that it kind of clicked for me 
whenever I had imagined people being in hell, I always thought of it as people in their physical bodies just being continuously tortured and that sort of thing. But, you know, then it <laughs> kind of dawned on me that when people die, they don't keep their bodies, so it's just their soul. And what people will probably say is that one of the worst pains you could feel is, you know, feelings, feelings of pain, of suffering, of sadness, of depression and hopelessness. It is really one of the worst feelings. I mean, I absolutely hated it and I only dealt with it for like two days. So it occurred to me that that is what people who go to hell feel. The worst part about that verse, the worst punishment that anybody could probably ever have is that they were away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might. Now, the Lord has allowed me, he's allowed all of us to feel what it's like to be in his presence. Mm -hmm. I've had those moments where I'm just so completely on fire for God and I'm just being bold everywhere I go because I know that God's right behind me and I go into my room for hours just praying and reading and singing to the Lord. And then that next week, I uh, feel just like I'm doing a bad job and failing. Um, so it's just kind of like the Lord's allowed me to know what it's like to be in his presence and how awful it feels to be away from his presence. And the thing is, is that since I'm still on this earth, I still have hope. I have hope that I can re-enter into the Lord's presence and feel alive like that again and feel on fire for him. But people who go to hell, they don't have that hope. They will never be close to the Lord again. They chose on this earth. They didn't choose Jesus. They chose the other. So... They're sentenced to an eternity where they're always in pain and hopelessness. And, I mean, if you imagine the worst feeling, whether physical pain or spiritual pain that you have ever felt, like, in your life, if you imagine that, times that by, like, a thousand, then you get the gist of hell in a nutshell. And I'd like to say that I've never wished hell on anybody before, but that's not exactly true. Um... I have wished hell on a particular person before and I've repented for that because I now know that that is wrong and I shouldn't have ever done that. So the reality is is that we should never want anybody to be sentenced to hell because that's not our choice. Um, that's up to God. Obviously, yeah, we can kind of tell sometimes like when people are just outright evil, like, yeah, that person's probably not going to, the, to heaven, you know. So... That has kind of been on my heart today. Um, and some things that I wrote down to kind of make it sink in, like, the reality of hell and how bad that really is. Here are some things that I wrote down. But when people go to hell, they will be destroyed for all eternity with no hope, with not even a drop of Jesus' presence, never again to feel light or life. Always being thirsty, never having water. Always being hungry and there's not even an ounce of food. Always scared and without courage. Always being sad, never being comforted. Never having joy again. Never feeling light. Hell is always having, never feeling life because hell is dead. Because they didn't choose Jesus here on this earth. And now I decide here that I'm going to heaven because I choose Jesus. 
through Jesus, and I'm taking as many people as possible with me. I love them, and I don't want them to go to hell. In our lives, we all get little tastes of heaven and hell to help us decide where we want to be. Storms will come, but we always have Jesus and his grace and his love and his presence, and the hope that we have in him will always outweigh that storm. So, you know, the good things that happen in life or even just the way we handle them is little tastes of heaven, those great feelings of being in the presence of God and just worshiping him, just a little bit of heaven here on earth. And then we get the, you know, hell sometimes and it's just like when things don't seem to be going right at all and you're not even handling it that well, you know, and you don't even feel God's presence. And then sometimes even temporarily walk away from the Lord. That's... Our little tastes of heaven and hell. Um, Jesus is our steady rock, though. Through everything we go through, we are given reminders on why we need him. And we all have probably asked this before. I know I probably have. I've asked this about the Holy Spirit. But sometimes the real question is why we think we don't need him. Or why we do not need him. Sometimes we... I've asked that before, like, Lord, why do I even need the Holy Spirit? And I felt bad about that before and had to repent, but um, I guess the real question is, why don't we need Jesus? Like, we need Jesus for everything. Jesus is the only way that we can actually live free and feel life again, you know, and just things like that. There's some verses, 2 Thessalonians 2, 16 through 17. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. So there's a phrase in there that is eternal comfort. So I don't know about you guys, but I'd rather have temporary pain here and eternal comfort in heaven than temporary comfort and then eternal pain mm -hmm. and destruction you know like I don't want that um and this is this isn't exactly obviously like the lightest topic ever and another thing that happened a couple nights ago uh personal just kind of a story is that everyone was kind of ready to go to bed and I was getting ready and I walked into the dining room and just things seemed very hazy. Like the atmosphere was all like, what seemed to be smoky. And I was like, huh. But, you know, knowing my mind, and sometimes I let it wander and dwell on things I probably shouldn't, I became so scared. But I wasn't scared that there could have possibly been a fire. Now, praise God, there wasn't, but I thought that there could have been. Mom was sleeping out in the living room. So I was like, what if there was a fire that burned down the house, I lost mom, my dad, and I didn't warn them. And that like hit me. I was scared. Like, I was like, it would be my fault and I would feel terrible for the rest of my life about it, you know? Like I was letting my mind wander to a journey that I would have to go on for the Lord to you know, forgive me and for me to accept that forgiveness if that were to happen. Now, yet again, praise God, that did not happen. But I felt afraid that if I didn't warn my family, they were going to burn. 
So I had asked Joss, I was like, Joss, I need you to come out in here with me. I need to check and make sure that there isn't a fire anywhere outside the house. I thought I smelled smoke a little bit. I just need to check. And so we checked like two times. I started rebuking all evil spirits, you know, <laughs> ordering fires to be cast out in the name of Jesus. But I guess the point is, is that I want to make sure that I'm not the reason that somebody gets sent to hell. As Christians, we are called to warn people. And as you continue to warn people, you're going to be like, well, I'm kind of a little bit uncomfortable because I'm making them uncomfortable. I can probably just slow down and stop for a second. But that's not, I'm learning that's not actually how it works. Like, once you're in, you're in. Like, there isn't any getting out. Like, you can try, but your conscience will not let you. Yeah. Like, I learned something a couple days ago that I felt that I should tell Cora, our other sister. And I was like... I really don't want to start an argument again. I don't want to do this. It's like, I need to, so I'm going to text it to the whole family. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, you can't get away from warning people. You yeah. just can't. And a great song is a song by Casting Crowns. It's called Anything But Easy. And he's talking about how he could just talk to this person or multiple people about anything else that he wanted to. But he also needs to make sure that they're saved. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it's anything but easy to warn people. Yeah. And with certain, like, people, like, maybe even your best friends or something, you know that you have people that if you were in a burning building would come in and save your life, like, without hesitation, you should do the same for them. Yeah. Save them from the fire that they can't see, and that's a part of the song. Yeah. So, you know, it's... Just something good to remember, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, the point of this is just obviously warning you, choose Jesus in this life, because then you'll have Jesus in the next one. Yeah. Know God. That isn't always easy, and I'm still trying to figure out how to do that myself, but I know that it's important, because then if you know God, God knows you, and God can't tell you that to depart from him you know, uh, that he never knew you. And that's terrifying in the best way possible. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like, you know, want to know God. Want to push your family and friends towards God more. You'd be surprised. Like, we've helped people, even just with talking with the most, like, hard topics like possible like witchcraft and stuff which is very controversial and people believe different things about it and stuff and you can really help people by just talking about the uncomfortable stuff you'll be amazed we talked to somebody about that once and we still talk to him to this day and he's one of our best friends mm -hmm. you know and we've praised god we've been able to encourage him and influence him you know sometimes we need to get uncomfortable and make people uncomfortable, which is something, Mom, you've helped <laughs> yeah. teach me. <laughs> I make my kids very uncomfortable most of the time. <laughs> but they also know I'm their biggest fans, and I love them the most. So yeah, they know that when I speak truth, it's not to hurt them, it's to help them. Mm-hmm. Kind of a part two on this whole love thing from last week, yeah. you know? If you love people, you're going to want to snatch them out of the fire the way Jesus did it for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No joke. Yeah, so. so 
make sure that you warn people. And even like if you're on social media and stuff, like even if you do that kind of thing and post, use that. Use that to warn people. Just be blunt and honest and just say, if you keep living in your sin, you can list off a few if you'd like, but just say, if you keep living in your sin, you're going to hell and it's yeah. not fun. It won't be fun for you. Yeah, it's not a party like people Mm-mm. think it is Mm-mm. or are planning on it. It's it's darkness and loneliness. You won't see your friends there. Mm-hmm. You will be separated, literally. The only people, actually not people, the only things you will see is demons. Mm-hmm. And they are not pleasant. No. They're evil. They're large. They're strong. And they will destroy you for all eternity. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, you've been warned. Yeah. Mm. Even if you aren't getting along with certain family members and you're not agreeing with certain of their decisions, that is kind of doesn't really matter in the bigger picture, um, as Mom would say, the bigger picture of eternity. And even though you're not getting along with certain people now, that's beside the point. You don't want anybody to go to hell. Right. It's not your, not your judgment to make, but you just don't don't want that so don't be responsible to sending other people to hell make sure you're right with god and then make sure that you do every single thing in your power to make sure the people you love and care about will go to heaven and be there with you yeah yeah talk about the ultimate family reunion Mm -hmm. you know yeah but and just to kind of backtrack a little bit because you know um, when you're talking about being separated from God or feeling like he's so far away. Well, you girls know that I have struggled with that from time to time, and it is one of the most devastating, one of the hardest things to be away from God or to not hear his voice or to feel like you're screwing up so badly that he's not even talking to you and the reality is, is that's where your mind goes the complete far direction when you know that isn't true. Yeah. You know you're right with God, but you're, you know, Satan comes in in those weak moments and starts messing with your mind mm-hmm. and tries to get you completely off track. So you constantly are having to battle. Yeah. You're constantly having to remind yourself, wait a second, I've repented. God says he's forgiven me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't remember these sins, so why am I remembering these sins? Yeah. Why do I keep backtracking, thinking I'm not good enough when God says that I am? Mm-hmm. And so it is a horrible feeling to be far away from God. Mm-hmm. So being far away from God for all eternity is unimaginable. Yeah. And... We wouldn't want that on anybody, and that's why we do these podcasts. Yeah. We try to educate. We try to share. We try to encourage. We try mm-hmm. to warn because that's our job. Mm-hmm. So we are warning you, and thank you, Izzy, for a great podcast and sharing <laughs> what the Lord's revealed to you and what you read. And, Jocelyn, thank you for reading um, the scriptures and, um, you know, sharing input and so proud of you i can kind of start handing these podcasts over to my girl uh, you should see their faces they're like hey, hey. <laughs> the thing about being terrified <laughs> <laughs> um 
no, a, amazing job. So we thank you for listening to this podcast, and we hope that you are encouraged as well as warned, and we pray blessings over each person that hears this and that a seed is planted and that you just turn your life over to the Lord so we can meet you someday in heaven. Thank you for listening to this podcast. God bless you all.